0: And welcome back to East Coast Haunts. I'm MK. Hi, I'm Sam, and we're here to wish everyone a very happy Easter to everyone who celebrates. Yes, Happy Easter, everybody. Sam. Yes. So this Sunday is Easter. Yes. Do you know what else this Sunday is? Um. Uh. It's my birthday. No, I'm kidding. I know it's not your birthday. So don't even get me started on that. No. What is it? So. This Sunday is another very special holiday that only certain people celebrate. Okay, and I happen to be one of those people. I sadly am a golfer. Oh, that's a beige fly! <laughs> no, I'm just I know it is. <laughs> no, it literally is. Oh um, no, it is. <laughs> so, what, a big golf tournament. Question it is. Mark? This Sunday is Masters Sunday. Mm. So, the Masters is like the golf championship. This is, like, the equivalent of the Super Bowl? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. It kicks off, like, true, like, golf, like, all the Opens now, and then the PGA Championship. Okay. So golf season is upon us. Golf season was already in full swing. No pun intended. But now it's, like, the Masters is, like, the event of the year. Okay. Ooh. Like, uh, to give you an example, my dad has been trying to get tickets to this since he was, like, 18 years old wow and has never even come close wow it's the masters is a crazy event it's held down in augusta georgia lifelong dream of mine to go good to know noted mentally noted and we have a little discussion topic since we got such positive feedback on our little beige flag discussion (laughs) we have another like little question like discussion question yeah before we get into our haunt yeah discussion question like like there's a discussion posts that you had to do in college yes you know, except about. this is like fun and yes. not like you don't have oh, to like sh- respond to, shit, to other people i remember it <laughs> like 11 at 51 p.m and <laughs> it is doing midnight although oh, it was late right this is like the latest we've ever filmed the podcast yeah it's this is late night east coast Homs. yeah it's gonna get a little crazy up in here <laughs> and it's also a tuesday we usually don't do tuesdays yeah it's we're a little out of whack this week because it's you were funny. on vacation i was at home. Yeah. It's, We're back but you again. You know what? We're good. We're in a groove. I'm I'm liking this late night energy. Me too. It's fun. But let's bring it back to the Masters. Okay. So, like I was telling you earlier, and for all of our non golf listeners, yeah. Um, <laughs> basically, the Masters has this fun tradition. I know I can't. I like can't stop doing that. Let with the my record fingers. show. She's doing that thing that like evil cartoon character <laughs> like, with her hands. Drum your fingers yeah. together. <laughs> um. And this master's the master's has a really fun tradition where basically the winner of the tournament last year picks the dinner the pre-competition dinner for this year okay and it always consists of like an appetizer an entree and a dessert so we are going to share if we ever win the masters yes which is most likely going to happen yes probably especially to me yeah no, you are a natural-born athlete. I'm a master. You are a master. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think that's going to happen for either of us, considering that women aren't allowed to play in the tournament and they weren't even allowed on the course until, like, the 1990s, the early 2000s. That's deeply disturbing. Isn't that crazy? They were like, not they allowed on the course. Not even to play the course. They were not allowed in the clubhouse. So, um, I, I think it, it was some famous golfer. I believe it was Jack Nicklaus. Okay. He would have his wife like come with him to the course, but she would wait like four hours in the car as he played eighteen homes. Who owns this? This I'm not sure. Course, but it's an old course. I mean, it is gorgeous. You wouldn't know though, because you're a woman. No, so. I wouldn't know because they're, you're not allowed. But the, I mean, this is crazy. So I'm. I was talking to a friend who's actually going to the Masters okay. this year, wow. and he said there's no phones allowed. This is like some like practice round, some culty like uh, oh, like a ultra bit, yeah. exclusive, ultra, ultra 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 exclusive, right? Yeah, it sounds like yeah. So and anyway. how many people are served this first night dinner? This like big deal dinner? Um, like, every- the only people who are invited are the people that have actually won the Masters. So probably thirty to forty people. Well, mine is gonna be expensive. Okay. Like if I had won the Masters the year before. And, like, one of the, the, like, bragging rights, yeah, is, like, you get to pick up. like, I would do something so extra. Okay, so, I thought about your question. Okay. I would... Do you have, like, a first course? I do. All right, take me through your dinner. So, for the appetizer, we're gonna do... It's gonna be two-pronged. Okay. One prong is going to be... And I know this is controversial, and if you ask me this yesterday or tomorrow, I will have a different... A different idea. But... I want to have bloomin' onions out okay. the wazoo because I think I was talking to you about bloomin' onions. The other <laughs> day. We were talking about bloomin' onions the other day, and now I'm like craving it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um So I'm sure everyone knows what that is, but you know, at Outback they have the the onion that's like cut in a cool way and then like deep fried. And like it looks like a flower. Yeah, it's so pretty. So I've like never ton, had one. Each per, you haven't? No. They're really good. It's basically like delicious. onion rings and like you. Yeah. yeah. It's I can't believe you've never had one. They're no, so. I never. think it's like an American or Australian <laughs> tradition. <laughs> um, so I would do that. I think everyone could get their own blooming onion. That would be fun and cute. And then also I would do um, like little crab claws. Um, oh, nice! But then you like dip them in butter. I would let nice everyone touch. do those. Right? Okay. So that's my appetizer. My entree. I'm gonna go sushi keep it cultured i was gonna do sushi too but i was between two entrees okay you you pick the other one okay sushi i mean i want to say like you want to get a classic spicy tuna you want to get a california roll in there but then i would want to do some other fun ones like those specialty rolls that places have yeah, yeah so you know i like sushi i think it'd be fun i think it could be a cool giant display what's your favorite sushi roll um my favorite sushi roll is from a specific place Okay. Um, in my hometown. It. It's called the like, Pink Lady and it's like pink soy paper. I love the pink soy paper. It's so paper. good, right? It's so good. And then it's got um, rice and then it has like a little bit of tuna, a little bit of salmon, a little bit of shrimp, like little pieces of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it has some avocado and it's topped with like this like really good spicy mayo. And one time it actually gave me food poisoning. Um, if you <gasps> remember that one time that I, and my body i won't even i won't go on too much because it's like a whole thing but my whole body turned pink like bright pink yes, which is funny because you... it's called the pink lady but basically <laughs> like the quite literally a pink lady. and i had to go to the emergency room because like we had literally no idea what was going on oh, um you. but i still get it to this day like that was probably like four years ago and i still order it to this day because it's so good it's delicious I, my yeah. favorite sushi roll <laughs> is from a place near me and it's yeah. called the oh my god the I, know, I got super the connie roll super connie and it's almost the exact same thing it's the pink soy paper mm-hmm. rice avocado shrimp tempura <gasps> spicy tuna and then it's topped with like crab salad yeah that's so really good, good. it's literally like, so delicious like k crab not sea crab yes like you k gotta crab. have that imitation crab, crab. Yes. yes that sounds delicious okay and then finally my dessert i'm gonna say everyone gets to pick out a cheesecake factory slice of cheesecake I like that. I will be choosing probably the celebration cheesecake or the red velvet cheesecake. Lovely. Thank you. I love it. Your turn. Follow that up. I, I know. would like to go to dinner the year after you won the Thank Masters. you. You're welcome. Thank you. Okay. So. There are two wolves inside me. Ooh, I, I like, I like the start of this. <laughs> one wolf is Italian. Okay. okay. And one wolf is Polish. Okay. okay. Ooh, and the wolves so, are duking it out. Yes. So for my appetizer, it was a very close race, okay. but I think I'm going to go with like fresh burrata Ooh. on top of arugula <gasps> with some like heirloom tomatoes. Your class. And like the crostini bread. You're like the very like, class. You know, the nice crostini yes. bread. But I almost went with pierogies. There are two wolves inside of all of us. But I'm gonna go with a pasta dish okay, for my main. Okay. So, so you didn't wanna do, you know, double exactly. dough that would have been a lot. Exactly. You don't wanna like you wanna carbo load because golf is a lot of physical exertion. But, but not that much. I don't want to go over You don't want to be You're like Michael a Scott in Oh, my uh, God. That's my that favorite one episode. episode. It's so funny. was like time to carbole like 30 <laughs> seconds <Fettuccini> before Alfredo. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so my entree yes. then is going to be pasta. I think I want to go with like a fettuccine. Okay. Yum. And it's going to be in a Fra Diablo sauce, which is like a spicy <gasps> red sauce so with cool. shrimp, galamad, 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 and like some mussels and clams. Morcerelle. Like, like <laughs> some, some fresh mutts. <laughs> Wait, so you said clams, mussels? Clams, mussels, galamad. Galamad. Which is calamari. Yes. Um, For those <laughs> <un-crunched> <laughs> swines out there. And like some shrimp. Just like a seafood Fra Diablo. This sounds Delicious. It's, I mean, uh, what can I say? I'm a New Jersey Italian. The, it, it Your your blood is fra diab or whatever the hell Fra-diab. it's called. <laughs> also, my, I know that. Remember when my mom listened to the one podcast where we were talking about food? And she's like, you guys should start a food podcast. We do talk about food I know. a lot on this podcast. We just food. both love food. We just Listen, we love food. We're foodies at heart, I think. We're foodies at heart. Okay, hmm. and dessert? Okay, This is where I'm going to deviate a little bit from the the Italian theme that I've been going on. My mom makes this, and I talk about this all the time. She's literally made it, like, maybe four or five times. It's like a banana pudding trifle. Oh, yeah. It is so good. It's got, like, it's, like, you know, like, like a layered trifle. Yeah. So it's got like Nilla wafers, Yum. banana pudding, fresh bananas, and then fresh whipped cream. And then it like Yay, repeats. That sounds really good. I want that. So you're making your mom cook for a hundred hungry golfers? I mean, Just it's kidding. a trifle, man. It's not like <laughs> that <it's like laughs> labor intensive. She's not making Nilla wafers. And but also I, if her daughter was the first woman to win the PGA, whatever, like. The Masters. <laughs> the Masters. I she think could, yeah. she would be able to it's do it. It's worth it. it. Yeah. That's so that's my dinner. That sounds delicious. I feel like we should have people vote on like which dinner. Okay, so I maybe that's not fair though, because sushi is a very polarizing it thing. It is. But it I is. love sushi. But you know what? If I lose, I will lose with dignity. Yeah. Okay. Okay, okay. so it's <laughs> Bloomin' onion. Mine is like chaotic. <laughs> okay, it's bloomin' onion and crab claws as the appetizer with sushi. As the main course, and then <laughs> your own personalized piece of cheesecake factory cheesecake as your dessert. That's so sly. Versus gonna... a beautiful burrata atop a bed of arugula, and you got those crostinis on the side, and, and the heirloom tomatoes. The heirloom cannot forget the heirloom tomatoes. With no, I'm a big heirloom tomato girl. Are they I really? Like, are am. those the colorful ones? Yes. Okay. They're the ones that when you slice into them, they look like really pretty. Okay. I got that's what they picked apart this weekend by because by one of my friends because I ordered a burger and I took the tomato off okay and hear me out I love tomatoes I, tomatoes are in both like meal courses of my, oh they are you're right yeah. yeah I don't like tomatoes on sandwiches I don't think you're alone in that. A lot of people don't seem to like that. It just... And you know what? If it was between the lettuce and the burger, I wouldn't have an issue with it. But... Or if it was on a toasted bun. Okay. I would have an issue with it. But an untoasted bun in this like little dive bar that we were at, I don't want it on my burger because it gets all mushy and then if I take a bite, it like slides out the back and then it's off my burger anyway. And then I give myself the ick by picking up the tomato put you back on the burger, right? What a <laughs> specific ick. If, if I saw that, I'd be like... reevaluate no. your relationship. No. Men who touch tomatoes. You heard it here first. <laughs> like picking it up with like your thumb and yeah. your pointer finger. And, and like it like slips out. back on the... Like, and then like it Spongebob happens again. putting the pickles. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That is a specific ick. But that's my like hot take about tomatoes. Any other place, give me a plain slice of tomato... I'll devour it. I used to eat, um, I think I had like some sort of nutrient deficiency. You used little. to eat them like apples. Yeah, I did. But it was like a very <laughs> sp- it was, our family. It was like a thing, few though. months. Yeah, like what was that? No, you know my favorite way to eat a tomato. Favorite way. Um I mean, there are just <laughs> how what you okay. tell me. <laughs> slice like a thick slice of tomato okay. and like a super thin layer of mayo. Okay. And then a Ooh. little bit of salt. And pepper. Yeah, that actually sounds-just eat it like that. That sounds really good, actually. It's so good. Yum. Oh. Yum. Our great uncle showed me that. Really? Yeah. Uncle Pepper. Yeah, and I've never forgotten it. I wanna try it. It's very good. Ooh, now I want a tomato. Sometimes I crave them like that. Yeah, that sounds really good. It's almost like a I don't even know. Anyway, we're 15 minutes into this episode and we're talking about tomatoes. But (gasps) you know what? This is the banter that you tune in for. Is it? Then we're going to get so many reviews that are like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> we don't care about your tomatoes. We just want to hear about the haunts. All right. Well, we've got um, a, a fun haunt. Brand new, like, kind of category of haunt. Yeah. I don't think we've done one of these before. We got a new state. Yeah. And it's not a bed and breakfast. So we're really breaking it <laughs> up from the norm here. See? We are doing the Battleship North Carolina. It is in North Carolina. You stole my first little <laughs> line of my history lesson here because I'm starting out with the history today. Yes, Mary-Kate, you take away the history. All right, so it is moored currently in Wilmington, North Carolina. Okay, and you Nord heard is- that right. It's not Wilmington, Delaware. Wilmington, I know! North As I was reading about it, I was at first I was like... Wilmington? It caught my eye because yeah. I was like, what? I was like, wait, <laughs> I know Wilmington. So the battleship North Carolina fought... In the Pacific Theater in World War Two, theater, yes, okay, and no. I know you just kind of like your ears perked up. Yeah, it's not that kind of theater. I know. I was going to say theater can cure wars, you guys. Yeah, it was featured in South Pacific. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> good like, I cracked myself. Up. <laughs> that was good. So I'm going to give everyone out there a quick history lesson, and I know I give this disclaimer every single time i'm not a history buff history major you guys i took ap us history in high school that was like seven years ago at this point oh i feel old i know because that means it was eight years ago for me (laughs) you so wait maybe it wasn't that long ago six years ago six years ago all right disturbing so world war ii was fought between the allied powers can you name there's four of them can you name them I thought it was the Allies and the Axis. Yes, the Allied powers. The Allied ones? Okay, so the Allies are the good guys. So the USA. Yes. <laughs> the. <laughs> the. Not the Japanese or the Germans. Nope. <laughs> um, I know those are the Axis. The Chinese. Yes, very good. I'm gonna go out and live here. I'm gonna go ball to the wall and say the Russians. Yes! Oh, really? Yes! <laughs> okay, okay. And you're missing one more. I don't know what the fourth one is. Yes, you do. Australia. No. <laughs> Australia oh, oh Europe, time. probably. Yeah, somewhere like in the Europe. Like the rest of Europe? Okay. Somewhere in Europe. Um, France? No. Come England? On. Yeah, it's okay. the UK. Okay. All right. So, Whew, very that, good, very good. That thank was you. way better than I would have done because I would have been able to u- name the UK and the US and I would have not, <laughs> not anything else. Um, And the Axis powers, which are three countries. Germany, Japan, right? Yes. And can I have a hint for the third one? Yeah. I am, but you aren't. Oh, Italian, Italian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Mussolini. And so the Pacific Theater was the area of the war in Eastern Asia. Mm -hmm. So between, it originally um, was a conflict between the Chinese and the Japanese forces. Okay. Okay and then later the whole on world got involved yeah well do you know what event got the u.s involved it yeah pearl harbor yes very, very good very good thank you so after <laughs> the attack fun. after the attack i know it's kind of like a little like interactive history lesson yeah. i hope our listeners are like playing along i know like, they're probably like oh my god sam is so stupid like, how <laughs> did <she> not... no. <laughs> they're both so dumb they're like she's uneducated <laughs> or whatever she sounds uneducated <laughs> So, okay, I don't mean to laugh about this, but the after the attack on Pearl Harbor, the U.S. physically entered the war. Okay. okay. So, bringing us back to the battleship North Carolina. Yes. The construction took place in the New York Navy Yard in Brooklyn in 1937. Okay. So, this is like two years after the war started. Um, it was launched on June 13th, 1940, mm-hmm. and it participated in every single naval offensive move in the Pacific Theater. Wow. And it earned 15 battle stars good so, for it. it i mean it kind of slayed yeah um so battle stars besides being a currency in fortnite which is what Bro- if you google what no! is a battle star the first thing that comes up is the battle store is a currency in fortnite that's used to buy like such and such a pack i'm like because google has its priorities straight yeah okay so fair. catch up please but they're basically these little stars that are awarded to ships for participation in enemy engagements. So okay. every time they engage with an enemy, um, it was deemed as the protector of aircraft carriers. <gasps> wow. So because it was so fast, it would be able to like intercept attacks on aircraft carriers, which were then carrying the, um, I believe they're called like the Kingfishers. Okay, which would go up into the air and like um, attack. Okay. from an aerial. Wow. Perspective. Very cool. This is an important ship. Yes, it was. So, throughout its, like, a lifetime, I guess, yeah. the battleship North Carolina participated in nine shore bombardments. Ooh. So, I guess that's just, like... Bombarding the shore, if yes. <laughs> you will. It sank an enemy troop ship. Ooh. It destroyed 24 enemy aircrafts, and it shot down even more. Wow, this is a vicious ship. You don't want to mess with this yeah. ship. Um... Out of a hundred and forty-four commissioned officers, and about twenty-two hundred enlisted wow. soldiers, ten, only ten were killed in action, and sixty-seven were wounded in action. Wow! I mean, I don't know like what the ratios are, like what the usual is, but that sounds like it sounds impressive. obviously. You know, even one is like horrible. Sad. Yeah, but I mean, compared to if they have like over well over two thousand people on it, yeah. yeah. So it was involved in one like very significant event and it was called the Strike on Truck. It truck is T R U K. Okay. Truk. Truk. I'm kidding. Um, (laughs) so it was defending an aircraft carrier and performing, and the, the, um, airplanes that they that it was protecting were performing search and rescue missions oh wow okay for soldiers that had been shot down off the coast of japan and so there was a reef surrounding like the coast of japan and if there was one soldier i'm actually going to read a first-hand account from a lieutenant that was involved in this but there was one guy that got shot down like between the reef and the coast okay and, like, the Japanese were, like, shooting at him all day, and he was actually eventually able to escape. It's Wow. Crazy. It's crazy. So uh, this is a quote directly from the Battleship North Carolina website. But in April 1944, American carrier planes were assaulting truck, and the North Carolina was protecting the carriers. The Battleship's Kingfishers were assigned rescue duty and took to the air on the morning of April 30th, 1944. So, this is a quote from Lieutenant John Burns. Um, It's a story about the strike on truck. Okay. A number of our planes, okay, the quote, a number of our planes were shot down and the men had taken to rubber boats. They were close off the atoll under Japanese guns. I was ordered to take my plane, which had pontoon floats, on a rescue mission. I was out with another plane of the same type. We had been giving them position of a man who had been in the water about 22 hours oh my god he had landed inside a reef right under the noses of the japanese guns the japanese had been shooting at him all day when the darkness fell he had worked his way over the reef and into open water where we found him the other kingfisher plane with me landed in the water to pick him up but a stiff gust of wind turned it upside down oh then i landed and picked up the man in the boat and the pilot and the radio man of the plane which had been with me. Three men got on the wings and I taxied five or six miles out to sea where we came to a submarine which took the three men aboard. These men, these three men are hanging onto the wings of this like tiny little plane. I can't even like picture that. I mean, I can, but like... Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Okay, hold on. It's still going. So quote, I flew back again. I'd been told by the by the radio of the position of another man close into the reef and i got him on the wings i heard of other men in the water it took me another two hours taxiing around to find three more men they told me of seeing another plane crash other planes overhead helped me help direct me to the scene and in two more hours i had located three more men Then I had seven men on my wings. Oh, jeez. I taxied out to the sea again and found the submarine, but my plane had taken such a beating from the wind and water that we had to destroy it. So my radio man and I got on the submarine too. And that's, again, from Lieutenant John Burns. Wow. So that while that whole thing was happening, the battleship North Carolina was, like, intercepting attacks on the aircraft carrier that these Kingfishers were taking on and off of. So that no one would actually hit these guys exactly on the plane wings and and derailed the rescue yeah. mission wow so <laughs> there's actually something like kind of funny about this boat too okay so over the course of like its involvement in the war the japanese radio claimed that this ship had been sunk six different times <laughs> but they were all just super close calls okay wow Is that kind of funny it's like a cat with nine lives exactly <laughs> um, it sustained a direct hit from a Japanese torpedo, but the crew responded so quickly that it kept the ship with the fleet, so it wouldn't be targeted further and it was able they to keep it going. up or something? Wow! It was decommissioned on June 27th, 1947, and it was stored in the inactive reserve fleet in Bayonne, New Jersey. Ah! Which is still, like, an active port. Yeah! Except now cruise ships go out yeah. there, so... Yeah. I was like, "Wait, why do I recognize that name?" Bayonne, <laughs> Bayonne, um, and citizens rallied to save the ship from scrapping because they were. Oh, good! I can't believe they were going to scrap it. I know. Well, I guess eventually, you yeah, I guess need yeah, the, the, the materials, yeah, <laughs> the scraps. But they moved it to North Carolina on October 2nd, 1961, nice. and that's where it remains today. Wow. Um, now it's available for guided tours. You can go and visit. Um and you can take like a tour of the entire ship, which that's is really quite the cool. history. Yeah, I mean, this thing is like loaded with weapons too. Like it is mm-hmm. a tank. <laughs> it is a t- like it's not. Like a, it's, it's not a, a tank. But a it warship. Is a tank. It's a, yeah, it a I mean, it's battleship. Crazy. I guess I should say. Like, yeah. Huge. I mean, I like if two thousand people had been on it in the however many years that it. I imagine that it held, like, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people, Well, right? yeah. Like I said, I think it was 144 commissioned officers and then almost 2,200. Uh,
1: but not at the same
0: time, though. I think so. It's all, huge. All at the same time? I believe so. That's wow. the crew. Wow. Oh, my gosh. So this is, like, a cruise ship. I mean, bigger. Or, no. But no, not no, fun. bigger. No, not bigger. <laughs> not the, like the icon of have you seen that is that the crazy one with, like, Oh my the, god with, like, they the just released it it's a crazy i don't know if when it, when a cruise ship is that big like i start to not trust it i don't really trust cruises in general anymore not that i if you if you offered me a cruise i would say heck yeah but like you're making me nervous i'm going on a cruise soon no listen i just trust me if i had the opportunity you know i would, I would jump on a cruise right now <laughs> do but, you like, know where i'm sailing out of Bayonne. Bayonne. I just think that cruise ships, like, or ships in general. I don't want to get into it, so this is all I'll say. Okay. And I don't want to hear any comments. I don't understand. I don't want to hear about Archimedes' principle either. I don't understand how (laughs) ships float. There, I said it. Done. (laughs) It freaks me out. Do you want an engineering answer or do you not? I want an engineering answer after the podcast. Okay. Just because... I'll I'll take you through it after the podcast. But I want to hear about the haunts. Okay. And if anyone wants to hear the engineering explanation... (laughs) Just shoot me an email. DM us and Mary Kate will send a voice memo. (laughs) 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 Alright, so let's get into the haunts. As you said, uh, some people did die on it. So, let's get into... The haunts yes, of, of the Battleship North Carolina. So I want to start by saying they, they do they do, do ghost tours here a lot. Like a pretty good amount. That's kind of um, fun. So I'll tell you about this in a minute, but I just wanted to let you know. And they have like public tours, um, like you were saying, like regular like public tours, tours, but then also like spooky ghost tours. So a couple years ago, um, there was a reporter... For WRAL, which, um, I'm sure you know it's, like, I mean, like, I know W B I L is, like, Baltimore's, uh... So I would assume it's Raleigh? Yeah, probably, right? Yeah, North Carolina. Um, she's, like, a lifestyle editor and reporter for them, and her name is Kathy Hanrahan. That's kind of, like, a satisfying last name. Hanrahan? Hanrahan. Like... I like that. Yeah. I like that last name. So Kathy Hanrahan, she was invited by a company called The Ghost Guild, to go on the ship ghost guild yes and actually there. um i'll show you a picture later but there i was looking at the website and their logo is so cute stop um, it i'm sorry. obsessed with the ghost guild so, so i know so they so they invited her and i'm assuming probably some other reporters just to drum up like you know some pr research, for them yeah. yeah uh they invited them for a. Uh, tour a haunted tour of the ship and the ghost guild is a little bit different i think than a lot of these other like ghost hunting companies because they specifically stressed to kathy and to everyone on board like listen like we're not like those other ghost hunting tv shows like there's definitely a chance that like literally nothing could happen tonight like you know you just never know (laughs) because like they really do try to like actually go in and, like, find interest. Like, not make up evidence as yeah, they Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So, which I appreciate. Um, yeah, I do too. And Kathy actually reported that a lot of the night was spent kind of just, like, walking around the ship and just, like, kind of standing there waiting to see if something would happen. Like, recording herself asking questions and then, like, waiting for the ghost to answer. Sort of like how we did at, yes. uh... Pennhurst. At Penhurst, Exactly. So, um, she so yeah so they would record the audio and they would go around and then wait to see either if they didn't hear anything in the moment um they would give to the ghost guild to look to listen to later to see if there was any like sort of feedback so hmm. kind of interesting um kathy said that when she was in the sick bay which is part of the ship, yeah. i guess probably where the sick people or the stayed. wounded yeah. yeah sick and wounded stayed um when she was in there, she felt someone like touch her back Ooh. right along her spine. Oh, that's I know. creepy. But it's sad because she said she has a herniated disc and so it actually hurt her like really oh. bad. I know. So I'm like, even I don't think the person I would like to think the ghost didn't have like malicious intent. No, I, I bet it was They're just probably like like just, a bad yeah. bad timing. Yeah, but situation. yeah, wrong place, wrong time. Yeah. Um so I thought that was interesting. And then also she said that she was in the torpedo room at some point. I think it was around, like, 1 a.m. Ooh. It was, like, you know, middle of the night. The torpedo room. And she said she had an – the way she described it, I thought it was funny. She said she had an empath moment, <laughs> which I think is funny because, you know, like, we me, always joke like, about the and emp- empath. And, like, people who say they're empaths and you're like, mm. if you say you're an empath, there's something sus about you. <laughs> so – um and yeah, there are no exceptions. So anyway. So, so, <laughs> so even don't. if you are an empath, you can't tell people. Yeah, Keep it to yourself. You so, <laughs> don't want to hear about it. So she goes uh, into the Torpedo Room. It's like 1 a.m. And apparently it's usually not a place that the regular tours allow the people to go in. So it's like somewhere yeah, that's like... you could accidentally launch a torpedo. Probably. Yeah, right? Yeah. And that would be no bueno. That would probably not be good, yeah. So, and apparently it's also, um, an area where a torpedo hit the ship and people died. According to the article. Yeah, but there was, like, no additional information on that. So, like, I don't have any... Well, the the history of the ship did say that it was struck by a torpedo. Yeah. So maybe so- someone could have definitely died from that. Yeah, just way. because the ship didn't go down, the brute, right? Yeah. The brute force of that, I mean... It's scary. So, she's down there, she's in the torpedo room, and she feels, like, a wave of, like, Grief and sadness Aww. and, like, emotion, and she said that she was just randomly crying. And it kind of reminded me of, like, um, I forget where it was. Was it the Lizzie, Lizzie Borden, Borden house? house? Where people say, like, they'll feel sick. And they'll, or like, they'll cry feel... in the bedroom. Yes. Yeah. And then I think I also, I always want to say, was it, like, the Farnsworth house? It was one of, like, the very first ones we did also where someone said they felt so sad and, like, sick. Like, there's just a lot of people that feel sad I and I think sick. it's a very common, like... Especially if something bad happened, like that residual energy, yeah. like, I could definitely see if someone had died there, like, why she was feeling like this. I could definitely see that happening to me. Like, yeah. I could definitely just feel like, well, you're an empath. <laughs> you so, know. <laughs> me, an empath, sensing that something bad happened. Something, yeah. I during <laughs> World War Two. <II. laughs> call me crazy. <laughs> uh, so, and she said that, you know, she had this, like, wave of emotion. She was crying, and then, like, after a few minutes, she was, like, Fine again, so kind of weird, right? Yeah. Bro, what was that face you just did? <laughs> I'm like actually freaked out. Her face like contorted. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I was briefly possessed. it freaked me out. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so uh, so that was Kathy Han Hanrahan. Han- Han. Yeah, good memory. Thank Kathy Hanrahan's Han- experience, I thought it was pretty interesting. Yes, with the Ghost Guild. I love the Ghost Guild. I'm applying for a job And there. then... You should. This is your application. And then, uh, the Battleship North Carolina also has a ghost hunt coming up in May, which I was like, oh my gosh, like, we should plan for that, but then I was like, oh my gosh, May is in less than a month, so like... Stop it right now. I no, know. it's not. That's it crazy. Is. So, it's gonna be May through October. I'm assuming they probably do it, like, every year. Yeah. Um, probably more during, like, tourist season, which probably would be May through October if I was yeah, ghost. Yeah, yeah, um, and the website says, spend a thrilling evening investigating paranormal activities aboard the majestic battleship North Carolina, listed as one of the most haunted battleships. Which, like, how many haunted battleships I, are there? Well, there's, I don't know if it's a battleship, but the Queen the qu- Queen Mary? Mary? Yeah, I've heard of that one. That one's pretty, I think that's Where like is the that most one? haunted boat in California. Okay. West Coast. Ew. <laughs> we don't touch those california um and <laughs> <laughs> only south park fans will get it <laughs> uh, and okay so if you do this uh, ghost hunt in that's happening in May through October you get to go you know like they were saying with the other ghost hunt you get to go into like off limit areas ooh um, and they'll show you, like, what are reportedly the most haunted areas. Love which it. I'm assuming it's got to be, like, the, dep- the torpedo room, like the sick, sick bay. room, yeah. yeah. Or sick bay, yeah. I would think so. Um, and also, I just thought it was interesting. I wanted to point out um, that this ghost hunt is from 7.30 p.m. until 3 a.m. And think about how exhausted we were when we did 7, it was, like, 8 to 1 a.m. or something. 8 p.m. to yeah, 1 that's a.m. five hours. And we were exhausted. Like, this one is, like, seven hours? Yeah. That's an overnight. I would. You probably gotta just fall sleep asleep. Asleep at some yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. I would just sleep. Well, they used to do. There's like a battleship in New Jersey, and they used to do like for Girl Scout camps and stuff. Okay. You'd go and you would like spend the night oh. on the battleship. So I'm assuming what a specific excursion. I don't know. That's like a experience that I had. Didn't you also go to like the the place that they filmed Friday the Thirteenth or something? Yes, but that was like not on purpose. Like. It's just, like, an operational camp. It just happened. It just, like, happened. Yeah, you're right. Um. So, yeah, I just think it's... I mean, there's not a ton. There there are videos out there of people staying the night there. So, like, people can... You know, you can stay the night there. You can um, definitely have some experiences. Like, there's just not a ton out there. But there's definitely... I mean, there's definitely something. There's definitely something. I feel like World War Two. There I feel like there are so many haunts from the, the big wars, obviously, yeah. because that creates the tragedies. And I don't know, for some 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 reason like it being on the water just makes it seem a little more haunted to me. There's something about water, and I think this is like a scientific it's, thing. Okay. It's like water and like rain for whatever reason like heightens mm. spiritual energy. Interesting. Isn't that crazy? Okay, yeah. It's something oh, about, sense. like, the energy of water. Like, water carries energy different. I don't know. I don't know. I might be talking. I, I don't know. Say, I mean, that kind of sounds cool. It makes sense to me, and I definitely feel like I've read that before. Yeah. That makes but... sense. Yeah. I mean, it's a different form of... Mermaid ghost. Yeah. Mermaid ghosts. <laughs> Mermaid... Fishy ghosts. Fishy ghosts. So, I think this one looks... This one looks, like, more interesting to me than, like, spooky. Like, I don't think I would be... So scared no i think right? i would i would like to go there almost like eastern state penitentiary and yeah. do like a history like tour. for the history exactly yes. it's one of those and then places, if something paranormal happens like cool it's just bonus, a bonus. yeah but mo- if this is one of those places that's like it's haunted but it's really all about like the history is yeah. really cool i like it yeah. i like this haunt definitely a would cool visit. one um i don't know if i would, I would definitely p- visit i don't know if i would pay for the extra overnight though no, I I'm in my older age, right? Yeah. I'm becoming a 7 p.m. What do you call yeah. it when you're not a night owl a regular person? Okay. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> um yeah, that's That's kind of yeah. It's kind of a fun little one. Although next week I'm very excited for it because MK is going to be don't <laughs> tell them. Don't tell them I won't where see. where I'm going. Okay, I won't. All I'll say is she will be there this weekend, so you're probably gonna get some pictures. Oh, I'm definitely gonna get some yeah. pictures. I'm gonna get the first hand accounts. You should do a little it's seance. Gonna be an emer- I think, well, I'm Just going with dope. so I'm going with my family. Yes. And it was kind of like a coincidence. Like yeah. this wasn't planned on our part. Yeah. But my mom texted me. It was part of our Easter plans. My <laughs> mom texted me and she was like Guess what? We're going to such and such a place, and it's haunted, so you can do an episode, which I was like, that's I like know. so cute of her. I know. Th- um, I know. That was so cute that she thought of that. I know. But, uh, like, so anyway, I'm very excited yeah. to research this. I'm very excited to get the first-hand accounts, and one of my sisters, Hope, yes. is very much so a spooktacular little lady. She's all she things paranormal. She absolutely is. Like horror Takes movies. After her sister, yeah. You know i had to raise her well i know the other one is an enigma i don't know where she is. <laughs> she, so she'll, probably <laughs> she'll know where sleeping, she came she'll from be, she'll be sleeping in my, my bed <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, so yeah that'll be really fun but yeah
0: stuff. so we're going first-hand accounts first-hand accounts back to our regularly scheduled programming absolutely and that's all i have Yeah, that's it for now Um, there will be some Patreon episodes dropping if they have not already dropped by the time this episode is released because we know that you, we've left you guys high and dry, but (laughs) we swear we got some really good content coming. So. Very exciting stuff. Love you guys. Love you so much. Sleep tight. Don't let the torpedoes bite. Yeah, don't let the torpedoes bite. And happy Easter to all those who celebrate. Happy Easter, y'all. Happy Easter, everybody. Thanks for listening. Aw, that's so cute. I know. Everybody. Except one time I captioned my Instagram that, and I got, like, a bunch of hate comments. <gasps> I know. Who? My friends. Yeah. I was going to say, I was <laughs> be- like, what is this? When was that your caption? How long ago was that? <laughs> when I was, like, probably, like, 17. But then my, like, college- I like it. But then my college friends found my oh. Instagram, and I had some, like, cringy comments captions from stained. high school which okay i had one that my instagram is public by the way so if anyone wants to go follow <gasps> me it's mk underscore kaczynski go um, leave her hate comments <laughs> <laughs> i had a picture of when i got my license okay so i was like 17 years old and you know the song dancing queen is like dancing yeah. queen young and sweet only 17 yes right so i captioned it was like a picture of me holding up my license and i captioned it dancing queen or driving queen and i thought that was like kind of funny yes yeah, like, yeah, right it's adorable, i was yeah. 17 the amount of hate that i've gotten from my friends over that particular caption Whenever that song comes on, they're like, oh, look, it's the driving queen. Like, (laughs) shut up. She is the driving queen. (laughs) You know. (laughs) Anyway. What a a weird hill for them to die on. I know. Well, you're not here to listen to how my friends bully me. But anyway, we hope you guys keep listening. And we'll talk to you guys next time. All right. See ya. Okay, bye.